0: Wherever you are in the world today, welcome to Beyond the Art in our series, The Stories That Carry Us. I'm your host, Craig Beaumont Flynn, a citizen of the Cherokee Nation and the Delaware Tribe of Indians. In each episode, we will discuss with various Native American artists, influencers, art leaders and everyone in between their experiences, the communities they serve, and the translation and interpretation of the Native American art world today. Today we have Isaiah Stura, Olaga, Lakota, and Mohawk tribal citizen. Welcome to Beyond the Art. Hey there, Craig. How you doing? Blessed to be here. Good, good. Well, welcome. We're glad to have you on the show. Well, tell us a little about you and your story.
1: Um, It's Oglala, but anyhow, that don't matter. Um, My name's uh, Isaiah. My Lakota name is Tashunkewamniyumde uh from Oglala. Um, Lakota, located in uh, Pine Ridge, South Dakota. My mother's side is uh, split right down the middle. Her father's from uh, Six Nations, uh, upstate New York, uh, Canada area. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a little bit of background where I come from. Most of, most of my uh, artwork is is uh, Lakota based. I do dabble in a little bit of Six Nations stuff, but uh, yeah, most of it is. Uh, as you can tell. Yeah. So it's your driving force. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah,
0: just the way I was
1: raised.
0: <laughs> so your, a lot of your inspiration comes from your mother's side. How do you incorporate that into your artwork? From my
1: father's side.
0: Um oh, your father's side. okay. So, uh,
1: so a lot of a lot of the uh uh plains, western uh ledger ledger art is is a lot of my uh so I do fine art painting. And then on the other end, I do design work. This is some of my design work. This is a, uh, a drum from uh, Pine Ridge, South Dakota, uh, and then all over, too. But most of the boys, they sing uh, Lakota songs. So shout out to Showtime. This is one of the, the designs I did for them.
0: Fantastic. Fantastic. So what inspired you to become an artist?
1: So my father was a full-time artist growing up. Um, First, he just kind of worked. He did uh, architecture and then he did illustration. He worked for this place that did uh, illustration, hand-drawn illustration for ads. And so this was in the 90s. It was one of the last, it was one of the last uh, ad or the agency that used illustrations for ads. So I remember him... Up okay. all night at the light table, just right. sketching stuff. And he would pull up aside my friends, my brother's friends, and he would draw them and talk to them, and then just put the clothes on them. <laughs> that that was how that so was he, how he started.
0: Yeah. So he gave you inspiration to become an artist. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. by so, Looking
1: over his shoulder. Yeah. So just by observing him, I built my studio in my basement, and and his studio was was in our basement, and Uh, I just remember always going down there, seeing what he was up to, checking him out. Um, He also, um, later on in his life, he went to fine art from illustration. So he built his foundation there, learned how to put together pictures and iconography, and then throw it in and and make paintings out of it. And so that's what he did, was Mm -hmm. fine art later. And I got to watch that process, coming home day after day after day, looking at him over there painting, you know I, I was a I was a uh, early 20s then you know so I was coming in late <laughs> and he was sitting there painting and so one day I just said hey can you uh can you show me how to paint cuz I could draw but I, I I had no idea about paint
0: So he showed you the ways
1: Yeah he did and he was just real uh he was a real inspiration like I always hear him in the back in the back of my mind uh he always believed that you could do anything. He always believed in himself and his children. And so he passed in oh nine, but I, I just he was a big important factor in my life.
0: A large influence, I'm sure. Yeah. So do you think you um take some of his inspiration of what he did and incorporate it into your
1: artwork? Oh, definitely. I mean, if it wasn't for him paving yeah. the way, like He was really into comic books and so was my brother. And it was the nineties, man, like Spawn was popping off, Todd McFarlane, uh, (laughs) you know, Spider-Man, all all, uh, X-Men. And then we were living just outside of uh, Chicago, Illinois in Aurora. And he was working an architecture job there, but he used to take us by the library. And there was a guy that worked for Marvel that used to set up in the library. He was just a student. Uh, mm. It was an Asian fellow, and he was drawing Warlock, the Warlock comic books. So he had all the big sheets, and my dad would be like, come on, come on, my, my buddy's going to be here. we got to go. And we would just sit there and watch him. And he was like, you guys could do wow. this. You guys could do this. Like, you know, he, And then my, it inspired my dad. He actually did make a uh, – uh, my parents actually met in the LDS church. And he did make like a biblical comic book, I'd say in his mid thirties. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. In his mid thirties, yeah.
0: How was that received? <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh uh, well, you know, I think it was like I just remember the quality that was put into it. Like everything, like the line quality, the line variation was so important to me. And it and I use it in my ledgers today. Like uh I use uh a certain type of brush that allows me, it's like a paintbrush, like a bamboo brush mm. to be able to change the line variation. And I also use it in my illustrations on the uh computer as well. But I always I always knew the um the ink because he would draw them and then he would ink them all out. And then they I mm. I believe they would color them in the uh in uh when he would send them off to get Printed or whatnot, but yeah, I was received by the community. I mean, we had he had a big show and stuff, but that was when he had, he was doing the uh the uh more the Mormon thing. <laughs> so
0: gotcha, gotcha. Well, I'm a, I'm an ex Mormon as oh, well. Oh, really? So, okay, Jack uh, Mormon in the house. Factor. Okay,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as a kid, yeah. <laughs> as a kid, three hours of, a Jack Mormon. I guess right, you could say Three hours was too much for me. So like. <laughs> I was that meme of that little kid that was like, like this, like, so you're telling me, yeah, yeah I, was, I was always just like, I was never <laughs> with it. And I was probably the most outspoken out of our family being, being youngest, you know, they say I got spoiled, but. Cause I, I opened my mouth a lot. I always say it was a black sheep. <laughs> yeah.
0: I hear your brother. I hear you. I know exactly where you go. There from. you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> So what made you kind of direct yourself to doing ledger art? Was it because you're a father or are you just, that was a focus that you thought, okay, this is really my main staple. And this is where I'm really being creative and my output in
1: right. my DNA is into this. So my dad set me up with the of course, the comic book, the illustrations, uh, the foundation for it. Um, when I started dancing, when I was about 19 years old, I really wanted to dance when I was a kid, powwow, but um, Mm. there was just too much going on. My mom was too busy. My dad was too busy trying to provide. Um, I always got my brother's hand-me-downs. I wanted to grass dance, and my brother never wanted to grass dance, so (laughs) I always just got his stuff, like traditional, (laughs) traditional, traditional, and then pretty soon, it was like I was waiting for a flood you know, on all his outfits. Uh, mm. his stuff stopped getting made. So when I turned 19, I was just um I was just like, man, I really want to do this. And when I want to do something, I always jump in with two feet. So I just kind of I was working this job, uh waiting tables and and I was living in Washington at the time. I was staying at, at my mom's house in uh Yelm, Washington, which is right next to Lacey, which is shipwrecked beads. So I just went there and ordered a bunch of beads. And then watch the Pranos and then uh, just beat it a whole outfit. Mm-hmm. So when I was out there, wow. when I was out there dancing, I noticed a lot of uh, and then my mom would do a lot of ledger style horses. And I would just always find myself like every time I go to museums, every time I would look through books, I would just really attracted to the ledger format where like things weren't perfect, they were expressive, they looked a little mm-hmm. primitive uh but they were they they could be gory they could be <laughs> you know uh sure. this the same things that attracted me to that that brutal honesty was like what attracted me to the comic books or uh japanese art And later in, at ku i took a mokuhanga class a, a japanese woodblock class so that influenced me too mm-hmm. and then uh yeah just just looking at all the uh Ledger art from the Battle little Little Bighorn or or just like little certain little stories that, that were told really, really got the ball rolling. Right. And I and I started to um, to to draw them out and kind of put put my modern twist on it a little bit.
0: Right. So what do you where are you get your inspiration of a uh, vision or. um your process and start creating something or do you draw it? Do you have any head? Do you focus and kind of pencil it in and then start proceeding with your,
1: your artwork? Right, right, right. So first of all, I have my palette from the beadwork. I really studied what type of palette goes into making beadwork. And so the, the certain type of yellows and greens and blues and reds and right. what the designs uh, are all based around uh, like a spiritual life to uh to ground a warrior an individual uh so that was like the basis for my color palette but then when i when i sketch uh this is where I'm studying under my father came he was always just doing like one swoop one line should catch where that space of where that figure is going to be And then you just keep going. So you build, like how you draw a comic book is you build the biggest shapes, then the smallest shapes, then the smallest shapes. But in ledger art or the illustration, what's on top being hit by the light is going to be a thinner line. And then what's what's heavy, like around the jaw or around the arm, is going to be like a thicker line. And so my understanding came into that more as the more as i work the more i want to kind of develop something that was more personal that was a little bit different than everybody else that's doing it right now
0: so where do you uh gain the vision or what you want to draw is it oh yeah
1: dream is it something that you see yeah.
0: organically or
1: yeah so um uh so what i like to tell uh the story about like men and And uh, getting their, uh, their, like their war exploits or being in battle or I have one where he's like, and it's kind of personal to me because I was, I in, I'm really into horsemanship and I have some friends that I was learning under uh, kind of Western reigning style. And the way they would stop and plant their seat would throw up all the dust around them and their their horse would slide and so I thought man, wouldn't it be cool if like these warriors were running across the battlefield and then all of a sudden somebody shot at them from like you know eight o'clock at an angle and they had to slam on their brakes and turn and shoot and I and I made a ledger about that and it's just I use things from a little bit of life or something i'll come across that'll kind of influence mm-hmm. me especially doing with the horse like i always try to involve the horse i've even made ledger art about the interweavings of native western art which is i kind of want to celebrate that in my work a little more i, I do in my paintings definitely but more in my ledger art is to uh because after after all the indian wars we were put on reservations and then everybody was told to be a farmer and to ranch well a lot of the a lot of the vaqueros especially on the west coast when it came up from california Californios came up they uh the the in the missions the natives weren't allowed to be uh cowboys but they ran out of heads and so a lot of the mission the the Indians around that area were like awesome wicking on horseback and then what happened over in the plains is a lot of the everybody kind of borrowed from one another like the tack and like we're riding here I'll show you right here we're riding um this is just a modern construction right here of a war bridle Mm -hmm. and it goes under the horse's mouth and then you cinch this up right here so that's just like a modern lariat rope but it's in a like a uh 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 like a lakota warrior kind of fashion but it's put together with modern right. things and so i'm just really interested in the interweaving of those cultures and the people that were able to raise uh children under that um there's even books made and songs in Lakota of, of a cowboy, like celebrating a cowboy way of life. And so I've just been attracted to that all my life. My father was uh, raised, um, his mother was a real bad alcoholic. Father was a bad alcoholic. And so he was raised in a lot of the time in foster care. And so I would always go visit his his uh foster parents in in burley idaho and they had a ranch and i was just like man i want to do that (laughs) you know i want to ride horses (laughs) i want to shoot guns i want to do all that you know
0: so do you feel that some of your art is uh indicative of your culture and you're trying to grow into the next stage of your own cultural and heritage
1: yeah 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 i i um you know, a lot of the times, especially with my T-shirt company in 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 that I had, it was called Bachipi State in the Powell world. And one thing I wanted to get all across to the youth and to other people was that uh, we don't have to say native, or we don't have to compete with the white man. We don't have to like uh, state that we are as good as. We need to make the things that we want to celebrate and put it out there for the people to take in. A, a lot of the artwork and that you'll see is going to be stuck in someone's memory. And so why don't we just celebrate all the beautiful things of our culture that can give us strength, you know? And, and so we won't have to be coming from a place of defense. We could be coming from a place of like, Offense of celebrating and and sharing with the world, so that's what I try to uh, do. I mean, there's not a whole lot of uh, Indian at the end of the trail stuff with me. <laughs> it's always like the victorious um, because the Lakota people and uh, Cheyenne and the Blue Clouds they were the ones that fought on the Battle of the Bi- Battle of the Little Bighorn and they beat uh, the mm-hmm. United States like head to head. And so, a lot of the times, even if I use an American flag, people will be like, you know, nowadays they'll be super offended by it, you know. <laughs> but we Lakota right, right. know that it was a war trophy. And so, uh, even at our gatherings, they'll bring out, like, they'll bring out. I've been in dancing in places like uh, Sisseton, uh, Wapitan, uh, South Dakota, and their tribe. And they'll randomly bring out the flag they took at the Battle of Little Bighorn and they'll march it around. But they don't ever say when they're going to do it or what year they're going to do it because they don't want the government to take it away from them.
0: (laughs) Exactly, yeah. And they continue to do that, unfortunately, a lot of elements. You know, our story doesn't end just because we won a battle. or Our battle was 150 years ago. Our story is continuing to grow each and every day. I, I think a lot of people don't understand that as a culture... And as a people's, you know, just because we had first contact and we were put on reservations, our story's over. You know, our story's growing. And it's continuous. And we have to tell that story on a daily basis right? in a lot of different forms and ways. And I think what you do is is fantastic uh, in creating that story and, and letting other people know about it. So in some of the pieces that you've done, what would you say was the most rewarding to have completed? Like it was your party part of your soul you put into it, I guess you could say.
1: Oh man, there's a piece that I always go back to. <clears throat> I think it was Jack Redcloud, who's an Ogallala, which is um, I believe for a Redcloud's son. But he's got this hat. Old timey cowboy hat, and it's kind of cocked to the side right there, and he's just got like He just got kind of blank eyes, kind of checking you up and down. Well, I took that. And uh, I painted it like a real fine painterly style. And of course, all these photos are in black and white. But because I draw in black and white so much, I try to see color through the grayscale. And so I can use colors. I can just make them up, but they'll match the the grayscale on the photo and so during that time it was like uh like a spiritual rebirth for me at the time and uh, i just kept seeing these echinaceous and uh and i was told that they're they're medicine for for our people and then if you look on the other side of it you'll see how people used uh echinaceous as medicine as well but i put them growing up around his head Um, you know, he kind of has this look and these echinaceas are kind of growing up like this. And then on the bottom of him is a golden eagle tail. So the bottom of his kind of faded out, kind of in a painterly style, and then right under there is the eagle tail. So but the shapes of everything is an hourglass. Oh wow. And then so it's celebrating that connection. Between the the spiritual, between the relatives, mm-hmm. uh, between here and the heavens, here in the stars, and then also the uh, the space between where you where you say things, you know, where you're heard. Um, right. So a lot of that in the Lakota design is like, it's like a hill. You know, before Sundance, they pray. We pray. We fast on top of a hill and so a lot of those designs are are hill designs you'll see them on on uh war bonnets or you'll see them on leggings and stuff and there'll be a lot of lot of sacred sites with hill designs on it
0: so that's your was that your like how would i put it your 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 significant piece that you accomplished and that you're like this is part of my souls in this. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Like without a doubt, without a doubt. I had, I was powwowing full time on the trail. I was, um, I was dancing like every weekend. And what had happened is I was dancing. And then I remember when I first started dancing, I, or I was pretty, I was grass dancing. But then I was traveling with one of my friends. His name's Chad Killscrow. He's Ogalala too, and he ch- he prairie chicken danced, mm-hmm. where he 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 kind of mimicked the prairie chicken, and 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 you're you're right. supposed to be downright like showing off, you know. You're supposed to be, like chest out, and I had so much fun watching him. Like I would laugh, and it would make me feel good, and I'd be like, "Chad, I want to do what you do," and he's like. <laughs> Say like, all right, all right, all right, all right. We well, You know, we'll uh, we'll get you set up. Uh, and then he told me all about the dance, and the more I traveled, I learned about the dance. But from the get go, I just wanted to bring that like fun-loving spirit where people would have a good time. Mm-hmm. Grandmas, aunties would laugh. But as as time kind of pursued and moved on, I gained a little bit of success. And what had happened with me is that um it wasn't fun anymore for me. You know, I was, I was gone all the time. I just had a daughter. I was, uh, you know, these, a lot of times they're at casinos and I was just, you know, gambling, and <laughs> just kind of losing <laughs> my way a little bit. Um,
0: right. Right. So
1: what had happened is I, uh, I was set to be head man dancer at uh gathering nations. Uh, I was like the youngest MC at the time, doing these big powwows like Denver, Denver March, I did, I did some other ones, you know. uh, But at the time, it was just like, man, I was like getting a little too big for my britches. I was like, this is a little, this is, you know what I mean. This is <laughs> uh, brought down a little bit. This is, uh, you know, I was kind of losing my path a little bit, so I, I just stepped away, and then I just was like, wanted to kind of get back in touch with who I, you know, what I really wanted for myself. or And the first thing was is uh, horses, you know. Uh, the horses to me, because they're a mirror of you, right? We talk about that hourglass. We talk about the mirror. I mean, horses have like a different type of, of medicine. They like really show you who you are and they're really sensitive. So that sensitivity is what I needed because I'm like, go, go, go all the time. (laughs) And it still comes out. Like I chased my mare around for a half, like an hour and a half yesterday. And, and, uh, you know, sometimes that's what I do to blow off steam. I just hopped on my other sorrel and I didn't have a saddle on. He was just out there. I had already caught him, sent him back, but I was trying to chase her Mm -hmm. and I had a rope and my wife thinking, she just threw him back in the pasture and he came running up. Hopped on him and roped her. You know? <laughs> but, yeah, I would say horses. Um, and then I started to think, like, I really liked wearing hats. You know, I really liked uh, cowboy things. I really liked um, to read, oh, to watch old westerns. That's all I watched, like, growing mm-hmm. up with my father. You know, I, I I always had the Levi jacket and the cap gun. And, you know, I always wanted to be a cowboy <laughs> as, as a kid. I always wanted to be a cowboy. You know, but um as I grew older, you know, I was like, I love being Indian, you know. <laughs> yeah. <And> so
0: <laughs> You're on the other side. <laughs> right, right,
1: right, right. You know, there's that song, what was that in uh Urban Cowboys like the the Indians want to be cowboys and the cowboys are wearing turquoise. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Sure. But there's an the interweaving in cultures that I'm I've met so many folks, cowboys, uh, other people that are in the western industry just by making art and um
0: well it's an appreciation of the land i think we take our focus and understand the land and our surroundings and mother earth and there's a lot of uh i think cross pollination between those cultures that yeah. are
1: very similar in some ways and form oh most definitely most definitely like i'll say like i was like man a lot of these cowboys are man, they're kind of resi, you know, they're, a lot of them are, uh, <laughs> a lot of them would be good Indians, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they like their wakalapi hot, you know, they like their, they like their, uh, they like their coffee. You know, I saw your Starbucks earlier. I got, I oh, got yeah. my suits. Yeah. But, um, uh, you know, they, they like, they like, uh, nice things. Like, uh, their leather, their tie-offs, their mm-hmm. ropes, and all these things. I, I think we share, and they have old medicines, just like us, just like we do. Um, they take care of their animals, the earth, that, you know, ag. ag. Like, I'm just learning about pasture management right now. And so, it's, uh,
0: it's... In some of the pieces that you created, what were you surprised by some of the responses you've received? <laughs> oh I mean, wow
1: i didn't
0: I didn't see that or I didn't expect
1: that yeah no. um well, that piece I told you about with uh, mm-hmm. the 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 tilted hat and the kind of the kind of persona he had on you know he looked he looked like real sad, but he looked like he was growing into something you know and, <laughs> and a lot of uh uh a lot of uh people that I find while doing this uh, native western art is that man a lot of people just really feel it in their soul too and it resonates with them and they're just like man like you know it makes them feel like encouraged you know that they're not the the only ones or they're not like so so such a small group that because there is a lot of us and then there also is a lot of people that are friends with us that are neighbor to the reservation that 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 we uh, interact with or help help one another and stuff
0: sorry those are some of the pieces that i see in the background you're in your studio yeah correct?
1: yeah 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 so uh back here this is uh, one of the first pieces i started doing these are two little boys that i found from a mission photo and that was uh in in uh like a jesuit photo mm. and one mm-hmm. you know had the black hat and was dressed and he has a a rifle <laughs> a little indian boy right and the other one has a yeah. bonnet and a bow and it's just like two boys and they're both coming together I'm like, man those those are two boys inside me you know
0: <laughs> right
1: <laughs> uh, because you know i i i love um well i use a compound bow hunting but i do have a, a short bow um but uh and then here this is uh I'm illustrating um a book. Uh, right. yeah. I actually have a friend that I illustrate for, just give a shout out to him. His name is uh, Dougie Hall. And I'm not sure if you heard of him. Shout out to and Dougie Hall, but he is a big personality on 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 TikTok, YouTube. Mm. But man, we're a lot alike on I guess how we came up and stuff and so he's got, he's got the mouthpiece to connect everybody and ground everybody. And I just try to make, I was already making like his vision on imagery, but now he can put it out and, you know, we can celebrate it together. So, uh, it's connected me with these people. These are the, uh, the, uh, it's a family out of Washington. They own PVR buck and bulls. And man, really, really great family. But we're we're doing a children's book together, so
0: fantastic. When's that coming out?
1: Uh, as soon as I uh can paint fast enough. <laughs> it's already written. And I just, <laughs> well, we wanted to do simple illustrations, but she wanted to have more of a raw, you know, authentic kind of Western feel to it. And I was like, why don't we just oil paint it? She's like, oh, really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's let's oil paint it. So. If I if I see an opportunity, I'm gonna try to take it, you know, like I said, two feet in and go for it and try to give them more right, than right. than they asked for, you know.
0: So all the various art forms that you do and create, where do you think your passion really lies? Painting. Painting?
1: Painting. Yeah, I um uh... I, uh, Does it
0: wake you up in the middle of the night and first thing in the morning, you got to get to your studio and start painting? Well,
1: I mean, I I, I I do have success selling paintings and I have on Instagram just for like mm-hmm. a specific clientele. You know, people that know me from the Powell trail, uh, people that know me from college or people in town or it was a smaller window now i'm uh hosted by um i signed with uh, Manitou gallery in santa fe and they uh really like my vision of the native western cowboy and want to celebrate it with me and and when that happened i was like you know it's i can finally bring this idea and and you know i just think about that lone guy on on the plane bareback you know with the cowboy hat working his cattle or mm-hmm. just coming into town tying one up and you know this is for right. this is for those guys and, and 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 the guys doing it now like dougie or or people you know raising bucking stock or or just raising horses and like i'm trying to do i i'm not about you know i already like i already told you I, I already had my chapter in, uh, you know, killing my, trying to kill my ego. I try to kill it all the time, but right. I want to really, I want something that's going to, um, soothe my soul, you know, feed my soul and not my ego, um, mm-hmm. with the horses. And so it's like, man, they're humbling. <laughs> yeah. So when I work with them, it forces me to be really kind, soft slow and self my artworks for them. self reflect what's that
0: i said self-reflect
1: yeah yeah definitely 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 so yeah i'm excited to to bring it my my illustration it was my foundation and it's got me here to be able to get people's attention you know right and uh to to see what i can do painting wise um (laughs)
0: So, so do you do the art circuit? Do you do the various markets and art circuit?
1: No, I never, uh, I, I, I've got, I've been accepted to, uh, twice. I've just Mm -hmm. never been able to make it down there. I, uh, I'm just an old man. (laughs) I like, you know, I like, I like my house. I like my bed. I like my cats. I like my dogs. I like my horses. Uh, and so like, I don't know if
0: how the man that's on the range. Right, right. I don't know if, uh,
1: I don't know if powwow, uh, did that to me or Cause I was on the road, you know, eight, 10 hours every weekend. Right. But, uh, and also I have to pack around these paintings. And so like, it just happened by chance. I had sent a painting down to a show that runs parallel with. why I'm not sure if you're familiar with, um, oh gosh there's another show that runs parallel the name is just skipping my mind right now for fahrenheit in new mexico you know fahrenheit gallery fahrenheit no fahrenheit gallery is located in santa fe as well and i think it's a i think originally what happened is like a group of artists branched off from swaya and decided to do their own thing (laughs) and you know i'm i'm always for the underdogs so i was like yeah okay you know i don't have to (laughs) i don't have to set up this booth and uh, I could just send my work down there and then I could support somebody trying to grow too. And so I did that. Um I sent him a couple paintings and he bought one and then sent a couple to auction. Of course no one knows who the heck I am, so it was just like yeah. You know? <laughs> uh I'm not sure if that was successful but he um he took uh So I I was supposed to send four works down there for this last uh market this past year. I get there and I'm like trying to, this oil's trying to dry and I, I get it all ready to send. And, you know, it's going to be like mm-hmm. a couple grand just to get it over there overnight. Not happening. Basically. I'm all bummed out. Uh, so he just texts me and, and some of the other boys that were in that show text me an image. The one he bought, he showed. Right. Yeah. And he showed, I wow. I think another one of mine, but he showed that one and there was an editor for i believe one of the western art magazines that was staying in that hotel and he just took a cruise through and he, i guess you know he really he really liked it and he went and got and she tells me this she's like for this guy to come get me in it, during the market and get me out of what i was doing to come over here to look at this painting. You know, it was just—it was just destiny in that moment for me to be able to end up there. You know, that could have never happened. He could have just walked mm-hmm. straight on by and went about his day. And so, I just think of that as a uh, oh. just fate. You know, time. So it's all. Yep, fate and timing. Yep, yep. That's how I feel about it too. So, be... timing—that's how I feel yeah. about it. I was like, I'm just gonna keep painting because I would do this broke or not. You know. Um. I would, I, I would, I, I'm going to be painting anyways. So it's just, when it's my time, it'll, it'll be my time. And when well, it's other people that are having a lot of success. So, you know, I'm all, I'm all hands, you know.
0: Spread the wealth. So besides the illustration you're doing right now, what else are you working on?
1: Uh, so let's see here. I've actually got this little, um, right now I'm, uh, I painted a drum for Showtime um you know so
0: now what is what is showtime exactly you mentioned that and you gave them a shout out oh yeah so they're a drum
1: group uh based out of pine ridge but a lot of guys you know there's some guys here from uh a lot of them are cheyenne a lot of them are ogawa but uh you know they're a drum group to me they're like the modern day kind of warrior they sing our songs at talk about our exploits or they sing new songs about dancing, but they're uh they keep the heritage alive with talking about where we come from. You know, a lot of those old songs, old, old war songs or, right. you know, it keeps it keeps the culture alive and it makes the men, you know, want to stand up and be proud and the Chaglatas in the back that um back them up, the the weas that back them up. Mm-hmm. Um just add that little I hear they add that little bit of uh beauty to extend it further on into right. the heavens, so this year this last year they um they kind of designed this and then I just vectored it out, but I was like last year I was like, can i do can I do something I want to do put a little twist on it, and they're like, yeah, <laughs> so I did a uh I put a like a six four impala and i'm a big on different cultural scenes, I'm a big uh, advocate on like Pinterest, you know, I'm like scrolling through like little niche, little culture groups. So like growing up in the nineties, uh, my brother was, was, was big into gangs and stuff. I'm, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't condone that or nothing, you know, but it was a big part of my, right, right. my upbringing and my playlist, you know? So, uh, uh, I took an old, like '80s, like gang photo, but I turned it into something good. Like, I put a, I put this six four Impala, and then I put all these Lakota guys just resting with their bows and their their tomahawks, and I kind of put them in poses, you know.
0: <laughs> oh, cool!
1: I just made it funny, you know, something that people could laugh at from our generation, right? And then I put the the in the back, in the top, in the center, you know, just just looking sacred back there. <laughs> <laughs> but this year we kind of went That's more tradition with um the ledger yeah. art and i can give you a sneak peek yeah. it's right here so let me back up
0: that is one big drum Jeez, wow beautiful. Yeah. So they'll be using that once it's completed?
1: Yeah, once this is done, um they will be um they'll be singing on it. You'll be able to see them on uh YouTube or they host a lot of they host a lot of powwows and stuff. So they were last year's Gathering of Nations Champions, which is like the biggest wow. powwow. So I still have connections to <clears throat> the dancing and singing and stuff. So
0: you're still in the midst, Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just outside the circle, not in the, inner right, right, right,
1: right. <laughs> I I, I can, I can cheer from the sidelines and, you know, exactly. They'll put my stuff out there.
0: So what else is coming up for you, Isaiah? So
1: we talked about market, um, August. Well, let's start off in June, June. I'm, uh, You know, I think think, I'm not sure if everything's signed in the paperwork, but I'll be in Fort Collins for the month of June, I believe. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll be doing a big mural, which is funny. We're talking about this is it's going to be is I guess it was a trade spot for a lot of Plains tribes. And so I'm going to be making a mural celebrating that in a kind of contemporary way with the colors and how I'm going to put it together. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess it's at an outdoor mall, but uh, I guess there was a tree that used to be there, a big tree where a lot of tribes would meet and they would trade goods and stuff. And Makotas were one of them I'm told. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to have fun putting that together and, you know, it'll be right with so many people passing and coming and going. Right. If I can put that in, in someone's an image in someone's mind where they'll think about it, you know, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll be fun. It'll be, it'll, that'll be, uh, super fun to do. It's I think 40 feet long. I've done.
0: Wow. That's a problem. Right. Right? right. <laughs> right. But do you already have a vision in your head or
1: were you, uh, directed of what they want to see incorporated? Oh, uh, they, uh, I'm, I think I'm going to go down there, uh, we're going to go smoke on it. Hey, <laughs> so my dad would always say, why don't you go smoke on it? Hey. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, he'd always say, go smoke on the matter when he wants you to think about something. Right. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to go down there with them, talk to the people. They're going to tell me basically the, the history and, uh you know, kind of some stuff they want to do, but mm. I really want to, uh, I'm kinda of letting the idea consume my mind a little bit, so of course I'm gonna take their input and stuff and I'm gonna do research but uh I really want to um just do my thing you know <laughs> i wanna i wanna take 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 what a lot of people have to say, and I'm sure there's gonna be someone someone there that's gonna say something that's really gonna impact me and uh right you know make me add or or maybe it would be the whole foundation of something, you know. But I've i I've done uh murals here in a western store in Manhattan, Kansas, and Outpost. That was a 30-foot mural. And I've done them in uh the university here, Haskell. Um the problem with me, you can hear my chickens.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> They're laying eggs right now. They that, want to be fed. That's where, that's, Oh, are they? <laughs> <laughs> that's where they really sound off. So anyways, uh, <laughs> problem with me and murals is I always want to turn them into paintings. But like Diego Rivera, I want to blend and I want to put all the 3D and the emotion um, and then I got to remember, right. I'm like, oh dude, you know, this is only supposed to be like a two week thing and this is like a two month thing. So. Limit your creativity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think there's illustration can go a long way with making decisions line quality Mm -hmm. colors color contrast you know different hues Um, if you make all those decisions and map it out and make it simple you you can find out really successful murals which i think it sometimes can be more successful than my giant painting (laughs) (laughs) so what after that well, it's in
0: June. Okay, and then, so August you
1: come up? August seventeenth, um, is going to be August seventeenth. Is they're going to feature me at the Manitou Gallery, and I'm going to have uh, a spot in their new uh, renovated, um, in their newly re- renovated front window. So okay.
0: this is the one down in Santa Fe. Yes, correct?
1: yes, yes. And that okay. weekend of art market, uh, Indian market. Um, I will be. Yeah, I got my dogs coming in here. No worries. cats. Get so. Um. Yeah, that'll be a big. That's a huge opportunity for me, and so I'm just have a lot of stretchers and stuff getting ready to go and photographing, and I'm I mean, I'm calling uh, some some of my buddies with great faces to come put on hats and hop on a horse. Or, so I'm gonna stay. <laughs> stage some scenes. Uh, I've got some real cool ideas that it will be won't be out of the uh, ordinary for these paintings. Really,
0: that sounds fantastic. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just want to, uh, you know, because I think the, the the Indian indigenous native perspective on how we see uh, the West or the animals is, you know, can be a little bit different you know, we, we see mm-hmm. the horses as, as our relative, you know, we wouldn't be here without them. Exactly. We wouldn't, yeah. we wouldn't have survived, you know, uh, we wouldn't have had something to celebrate with having that relationship with them, with the animals. So mm-hmm. I, I really kind of want to Very
0: put true. An
1: emphasis on that.
0: Fantastic.
1: But yeah, so that's August, well,
0: is there anything else that,
1: August 17th, that's August? August 17th Thursday at uh-huh. Manitou Gallery.
0: All right, I, will, I we might actually be in Santa Fe at that point in time. I haven't really booked it, but it's a possibility. So I'll have to come by. Oh
1: yeah, you should. Have you have you been to Santa Fe before?
0: No, I have not.
1: Oh my Sadly goodness! <laughs> oh, you talk about the cross mix of cultures. You have. I know. Oh, just the old Spain. So all the roads are brick downtown by the square. The food is amazing, the chilies, the uh green chili, uh, just all the all the food down there on the plaza, and then it's just galleries. Just That's right, yeah. Art and then all the buildings are built, they have to look like a Pueblo. Mm-hmm. Even Target, you know, has logs coming out the top of it. <laughs> even right 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 there we right. go
0: that says it all but
1: all year round the the Dene the, the uh the Pueblo all of them with their silver work they always are selling down on you know just high quality um silversmithing mm-hmm. high quality art down there on the plaza with their blankets just like back in the old days
0: yeah it's been on my to-do list quite some times and actually before you know the pandemic hit but uh Hopefully this year we'll make it happen.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plan early because, or, or hopefully you know someone because <laughs> the <Exactly>. Airbnb. <laughs> you know, you might have to commute from Albuquerque. Who knows? Or just sleep in my car. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleep under sleep under the stars. Do it the old yeah, way. Tradish, you know? Why not? Traditional
1: ways. Go set up a, a blanket at I, IAIA. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey one one with nature why go not at a,
1: might get some attention go stay at a uh, institute of american indian arts go stay in one of their dorms
0: <laughs> there you go well my friend it has been a great pleasure is there anything else you want to add or showcase or tell our listeners
1: our viewers um uh, i just want to say that um do what you love you know our our time is limited here and uh do it in a in a loving manner and uh you're gonna you're gonna be taken care of because you you gotta you're gonna have that belief and other people are gonna support it and other people are gonna support you and so if you have an idea that's just you wake up in the morning and you're thinking about like do it and fail fail a lot
0: You learn, you learn. Cause you that's, learn.
1: that's the only way you're going to grow and get better. And so take those L's with pride. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> true to that. True to that. I think it's an Osage. It might, I'm sorry if I'm incorrect, um, but a beaver is just like, do it. Why does a beaver do what he does? Cause he just does it because he has to and he should. Right. He doesn't sit around and think about it and meditate. He just starts building and starts going for it. He lives each day. Right. So
1: just do it. Truly believe that. Exactly. Yep. The work. Why is it? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. The work builds the purpose, you know, doing the actual thing gives you a a purpose.
0: Absolutely. I think that's part of our culture as well, Mm -hmm. that uh, we all have a purpose and we want to do. so. Well, it's been a great pleasure to have you on the show and I appreciate your time and the best of luck with you. And hopefully I'll see you in August. All
1: right, great. I'm looking forward to seeing you. you Take care, Isaiah.
0: Uh-huh, absolutely.